this. Welcome to history. Hey, race fans, Steve Guthrie here. Welcome to the Checker Pass podcast. Uh, we're in the Double Law Injury Lawyers Studio presented by Auto Bank RV Sales and Services. How you folks doing this evening? Uh, glad you're listening. Sorry about the storm last week. We have Donovan Beecham and Brian King back in again this week. Uh, first off, we want to do our victory devotion brought to you by Morgan Motor Company. Is buying a car something you don't look forward to because of the high-pressure salespeople? Don't let yourself be pressured. When you contact Morgan Motor Company Incorporated, you always deal with a Morgan. This means no high-pressure sales pitch, no high overhead costs that's passed down to you, and savings you can bet on. Morgan Motor Company has been serving the upstate of South Carolina for over 60 years. Give them a call today, 864-242-6684, or visit Morgan Motor Company and see how they can save you money and tell them the guys from a Checker Pass podcast sent you. Good evening, Dale. Uh, glad to have you in. Glad to be here, Steve. Um, I guess you're going to kind of be our um, co-host tonight since uh, you're here. Uh, all right, I can do it. Because 2014, when them boys were running with us, that's the year I started handing out waters in Victory Lane. So, well, that's pretty whenever, cool. Handing them all, well. and I'm handing all of them waters and shook their hand. Well, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah. So, uh, well, like I say, we got Brian King and Donovan Beecham on here. But first of all, we want to we want to hear your devotion this evening. Well, last week I had one planned, but after hearing what little bit we did of Donovan and Brian, I had to change it. So I sat down yesterday and wrote this one out. Lend a helping hand. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10 and 12 says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. And if one horse can pull a cart weighing 6,000 pounds, two horses should be able to pull 12,000 pounds, right? Wrong. If those horses are working together, they can actually pull 18,000 pounds, three times the load one horse can pull alone. We all need friends in our day-to-day activities. People come into our lives to either teach us or to be taught. We should surround, you should surround yourselves with people that can make you a better person. In tough times, you need friends who can come alongside you and help you weather whatever storms you are facing. Galatians 6.2 says, Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. While it is nice to have friends help us, we should also make ourselves available to help others when they encounter tough times. While Galatians 6.2 says to share others' burdens, Galatians 6.3 says, if you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. The racing community is made up of some of the kindest, most helpful people you could ever meet. Most of them are always eager to help when someone is struggling. Many times you will see members of one team helping competitors that can't seem to get their car running correctly. A lot of times, if a driver is involved in a wreck, On the track, members of other teams will jump in to help get the car repaired enough to finish the race. If there is ever a tragedy, whether it is racing or life-related, all of the racing community will come together to help any way they can. 
It don't matter if they are rivals. Racers will help racers in times of need. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for being our friend. Please help us to be true friends to others. Let us be helpful when we are needed and not be too proud to ask for help when we are in need. Keep us safe and guide our path as we go through life. And to everyone out there, you may have had a checkered past, but with God in your life, you can be assured of a victorious future. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Dale. That was a good one. Good one. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, I've been calling him Beecham. I apologize again. He's he's a Guthrie. That's what he tells me. He's little little Donovan Guthrie. Donovan he's family Guthrie. now. My little brother. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I hope you wound up, liquored up, or something, and <laughs> pull that mic up close and tell us some stories. I don't know what you want to hear. <laughs> Let's hear it all. Uh, Brian, thank you for coming in again too. We appreciate it. Like I say, folks, we had a storm last week and screwed us up. We had a good little laugh going on here, and things just kind of went black on us. So uh, glad to glad both of you to be back in here. And, you know, I, I wanted to come in and bring you in and give you a little recognition because I don't feel like that you got the recognition in 2014 because we had another national champion in the area, and for some reason late models take precedence over, precedence over everything, and so you were the national championship champion in Division Five. I worked hard for mine. Yeah, I mean, uh, they did too. They done a lot of traveling, not to mention their double races at Greenville. We um, we were leaving two track. You know, we'd leave one track, go to the other track, and having to chase Brian around all the time was uh, that was hard enough. Just just like it was. Yeah, that was awesome. So, so did you guys know each other going into the season? Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys had mentioned last week y'all started y'all start building your car at Joe's, or did it, they both just get over there and start working on them? Well, I actually, um, I actually was was running a little bit of front wheel drive stuff. I drove, um, I don't know, maybe one season before, like when front wheel drive first started or something, and because um, Joe Satterfield had actually built that car for me, yeah, and it was a Saturn, and I'm I'm more of a Honda person anyway, so. Uh, and I think my, my wife was – she was pregnant with one of the kids. And um, I was selling out. I was just getting out of it. I couldn't afford it. Um, work wasn't real great at the time. So uh, I actually got an opportunity from Chris Hewitt. And uh, he told me, if you know, if I, if I got rid of that stuff, just come drive for him. And that's actually how I, I got into the – you know, to running all the time in the front-wheel drive stuff. Brian – um, we actually, uh, we just got, kind of got into the, to the front wheel drive stuff, racing go-karts, playing around in go-karts out in the parking lot. Yeah. So that's how, that's kind of how that happened. Okay. So y'all both ended up working on your car around Joe yeah. Satterfield. The car that I won the championship in, Brian built it. Okay. So I was getting at Joe. I, I keep leaving his name, Joe Satterfield. Yeah. He's, uh, if you don't know him. He, he he passed away a few years back, and it's probably one of the greatest car builders around. And and uh, man had more knowledge, and you can shake a stick at for sure. I couldn't have put the car in the corner like it was, you know, without Joe, because I didn't know anything about the front end. I was actually, you know, real new to to working on stuff by myself. Period. Anyway, and um, didn't know anything about you know the geometry of a car, and uh, just 
going back and forth with Joe, and you know, th- at that time Joe was uh, pretty sure Joe had his own. That's when he had the the record business, the rollback business. So he had a little bit of extra time to to actually give me some pointers on stuff. I'd go over there and help him do some stuff, and yeah. and he would, you know, he would he would help me out on the car and tell me what to do and tell me how to prep tires. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh. A lot of people don't know it when, when the message boards back in the day when i first started racing joe reached out to me on one of them message boards and offered to help me on my car some and and about the same time he had done it vince quinn had called me and wanted to start helping and i, I our motor guy was friends with vince so it just kind of worked that way but um i'm sure i'd have probably been blown away to to have had, had help by joe because he's had many many championships and wins out there I am uh I'm blessed to be able to say he was one of my best friends. Joe was Joe was real good to me. Yeah. I wasn't around a whole bunch like the early, you know, the 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 Charger days. I didn't I wasn't around Joe that much cuz I really didn't know him. Um but uh you know, as I got older, I got to come around Joe and I learned a lot from him and his crazy driver Randy. Lord help us. Randy. Crazy. Randy Ballou. That, that was a wheel man. He he could drive anything, and that was, I mean, people that's you know, Joe paid for me to race a little bit, you know, here and there. He he built me that car, and uh, he always told me. He said, um, you know, there, there's there's two people that I know of. Not trying to pat myself on the back, but there's two people that I know of. Joe would always say that can hit the same point on the track every time, and that's you and Randy. And um, I just never really I got the. I got the opportunity one time to drive his car down to Anderson, but I was really too nervous that I was going to tear his car up and just didn't. I, I turned him away on it. Yeah, he had, I don't know, I think the Chevelle was the most beautiful car, the black and silver Chevelle. But uh, but the last of the 59, the Monte Carlo, was pretty pretty badass on, on his own. Yeah, that's the car that I really got. You Like like I say, he told me if I could get in it and drive it. He was, uh, I don't remember what was going on. I think he anxiety or something i don't remember what it was i know i know i just know that he, he got there and he wasn't feeling right so and he told me if i wanted to drive it i could drive it and i just i always said i would want it you know i, w- I would if he so if he told me i could but then i kind of chickened out i don't blame you that's that's a whole a, that's a whole lot of car to tear up if, <laughs> that's a whole lot of car to tear up and there's a lot of that's a big set of shoes to fill too yeah oh yeah he wasn't it, a big man but he had a big set of feet to oh yeah get in there and do what he done i the one, yeah, yep, yeah. I do remember Randy coming down one night and winning that's, it. That's the night that chicken. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I'll be darned. So, uh, what what got you guys in this battle with this 2014 championship? Because you won and you finished second, correct? Yes. Did you finish second in the nation? Yes, I, I finished second in the nation and first in points at Anderson that year. And you won points at Greenville. I won points at Greenville and the the national. the national, yeah. So two champions, two tracks, first, second, national. That's now were y'all out of the same shop? So so Brian had his shop. Um, the knowledge, yeah, might as well say the Come knowledge came from shop. Joe. So that was from, that was out of Joe's shop. A lot of stuff happened, you know, with Joe and with and, and both of us. So Brian Brian had more. He took more time into making the car really work in the corner. 
so he could always beat me through the corner or he would push me through the corner and make me, you know, I'd skate up a little bit. And as soon as we hit the straightaway, I was shifting gears. So uh, I'd go from third to fourth and I could, I could get away from him. And then right back in the corner, I always felt him there. You know, he would push me a little bit and I'd have to drive the car. But I mean, it was, it was that season by itself was one of the most hardest seasons that I've ever had in racing, but the, the most fun, you know, yeah. I, I, I had a whole lot of fun just going out there doing that. They were, they were quite a, quite a uh, big we were, car count. We were 20, you know, 20 plus cars. Yeah. And, and they um, were, they were what, eight or 10 that could win? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got myself in trouble a few times during that season. Um, losing my cool. Not you. No. Just were you red like you <laughs> are now? I've been in the sun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you uh, you glow and you kind of yeah. It's like the tables reflecting off of you. <laughs> Might have been a drink. Okay, dang Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you had some fierce battles and got into. I did. Um, one time in particular, I had we had been, you know, kind of been roughing each other up the whole season. It was me and uh, Don Tabernay. I'm telling you now that 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 was the that was a hard. He was fast. Yeah. Oh, I remember that was a three and car, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a three car. Yeah. So he was fast, and he had other cars out there, and uh, it was just hard to outrun him because you had to get around the other cars. Yeah. So and I'd move them. I wonder whatever happened to that fellow. I forgot all about him. He until. just uh, he I think he he's kind of stuck with his um. I've I've seen him a few times. I think he kind of. Just uh, he has a moving business, like moving me. He moves furniture and stuff. Yeah, and um, I think that's what he's doing. He's just kind of got out of racing. It got a, a lot of people said it got out of control, and um, you know we had the, we had cars that we had a good chunk of money in, and uh, they changed the rules on us. Chad Hunter pretty much knocked everything out, but a but a Saturn. So and that's what asphalt around here. That's the reason you don't have no car count because you can't run nothing but a Saturn. Yeah. So. I was wondering because you know last year that was that was one night that was what two cars. Remember the one car run Renegade with. Yeah. Yeah. With They're the guys. Just, they've got the they've got it where you can't run you know you can't run VTEC you can't run you know a, a Honda has to weigh so much it's yeah. just pointless to take one out there so you you know you can't hmm. you can't do it they've I don't know. I don't know if he don't know nothing about a Honda or or what. My opinion, he don't know how to take it, so he got rid of it. Yeah. So That's Greg Dodgins done the same, you know, he come down there and he couldn't find what was wrong on my car. Everybody hollered, cheater, cheater, cheater. Yeah, I had the wrong transmission, and I'll tell everybody now. But Yeah, there's a statue of limitations. You're good. Hey, it's all good. It's, uh, <laughs> you ain't cheating till you get caught is what I've always been told. So I had the wrong transmission in. Yeah. So you just beating the system. I mean, you homework. Yeah, it's just he, bottom line. I had a car that that nobody knew anything about, and Brian had one too. Huh. So and you run a Ford. Yeah, I run a Ford Focus. Well, Focus. I don't know why I thought that thing was a Festiva. That's what a lot of people thought. <laughs> I That's always what, thought that. when somebody told me that. I heard the guy say he's racing a Festiva, 
I said, oh, man, I'm going to have to go home and work on this thing. <laughs> and, and by the end of that year, I won five races. So yeah. I said, how about that fast Diva yeah. now? It was a fast Diva. It was fast. Yeah, I always thought, because I knew the the focus. Your car was a hatchback, wasn't it? Yeah. They made, a, they made a trunk car, fast Diva. A lot of people thought yeah. that's what my car was. Huh. Cause Hell, it, I don't know. I'm well, it, look, mine was a hatchback, too. Yeah. The, the second car. Now, the first car was... Uh, it was a coupe, so there ain't no. Yeah, you can't mix that up. Well, I, I always knew that his was a Ford. I just didn't know what kind of Ford. But yep. that's pretty cool though. I mean, what made you decide to bring, build a Ford? Just well, I bought the car already put together, and the guy was racing it before at Anderson. So when I bought the car, it was already there and ready to go. So it's like, well, I'll just take that and. You know, I raced it that year a couple, a little bit. But when I first bought it, Donovan actually raced it for me that first weekend. Huh. And then after that, then I ended up rebuilding it at the end of that year and redoing a lot of it and, you know, putting new suspension under it, uh, freshening the motor up and stuff like that and just getting it faster. And that's when, you know, Joe used to work on it. And I'd leave it over at the shop. I'd come home, come to the shop there. And he done had it tore all apart working on underneath. I mean, he said, I don't know nothing about these front-wheel drives, but we'll make it handle. <laughs> and he did. He taught me a lot about that. I could only imagine. On them cars, I've always wondered, do you, can you turn the, can the, you rear? Turn the rear tires? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I guess put a little bit of, what do they call that in NASCAR? Rear steer. Yeah, but they got a stupid name they call in NASCAR, uh, Skew. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or Y'all. Yeah. So y'all uh, they should actually... be able to really do it now with that new rear end setup that they have. Yeah. But, yeah, you can actually turn those rear ends in those front-wheel drive cars so much that they'll just walk sideways. And did they end up making a rule so y'all couldn't do that? No, there's a camber rule, but there's no rule on On how much you turn in it. Yeah. <coughs> what did turning it help speed? It actually hurt my car. I really? tried it. It hurt it. Huh. It just kind of makes it want to wash in the, in the corner. So you get too loose. Just like a big car, you know, you, you you get one that's loose going in. Well, you know it's it's not going to be great coming out. Yeah. So. I, I did that to mine, but it, it actually helped me. But if you used any brakes, it would put you, turn you around quick. Wow. I mean, it, it just, as long as you went in and used a little brake and let it roll through the corner going yeah. in, I mean, it was pretty good. Huh. That, that's kind of what I did. I turned both the wheels so it helped bring the back around and – keep traction on the rear end without losing too much of it. Now, are those cars, um, are they disc brakes rear, rear wheel? Some are, some aren't. My car, all the, all the cars I ran has been disc brakes. Because, you know, like like on our cars, the, the drum brakes, Yeah. you don't run a, run a bunch of left rear brake because you'll turn around going in the corner. Right. I didn't know if there was something that y'all were doing to, to take away or to help that. No, or? we just kind of leave them. Um, Stock. Yeah, I tried changing some stuff around on mine um, early in my, you know, early in the days, and uh, I, it just, I don't know. You can make it work. I tried running. Everybody, you know, has all these different opinions, and I tried everybody's opinions, and um, the best I ever had mine working was just keep it symmetrical all the way around, all four brakes working the same. Yeah, I know. When I first started driving that five car, they had a big brake rotor on the right front with a big caliper, and the metric stuff on the left front, 
and you'd hit the brake when you went off in the corner, and the darn steering wheel was about to jerk out of your hand. I was mm. like, what in the hell? Yeah. We fixed We took put the right stuff back on. We quit that mess. Yeah. I just don't like one to pull like that, and I don't like one. A lot of people still run that rear steer. I mean, it, it works for some people, like what Brian said. Yeah. Um, I just never really like to, to be – if I feel like the car is is uncontrollable, if somebody, if we run into the corner and you can't push on me, without me spinning out, then that's not good with me. Yeah. I just I just I always kept my rear, you know, my rear. I've always had best of luck with everything straight up. Yeah, you don't. Want, I guess don't. If you get out of shape, you don't want something to yeah. to help you go on around. Yeah, because so. it wouldn't take much to turn you around. You know, just a little bit of brake or somebody hitting you in the back like I, Red did. Yeah, caught yeah. me, turned me around. I did. Uh, I do remember, you know, when I'd get behind you, when you would, you know, check out and out and, and get in the front. And if I could ever run you down, I would always get to the end of the corner and I would shove on you a little bit. And I could, I could always see him wash up, and that's the only way I could get around him. So. Well, if I went in the corner, I'd go in a little bit slower than most of them, but I could come off pretty fast because then I had, I didn't lose grip, and I could hold it in the corner good. Yeah. Come off with speed. Well, I didn't. I didn't really pay those cars a lot of attention until that year. Um, my son Austin run with y'all, and he had a fast car too. Yeah, it was, and and I, it was a it was a Honda. Everybody, Austin ran a Honda. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was. I just know it was fast. <laughs> it was uh, a Honda. Um, but I got to watching that. Just you know, watching him and everything. And, and those cars, y'all three were like rockets through the corners. Austin's car was fast. Um. He ran a different transmission, so he didn't have to shift. Yeah. And that's where mine would – they could always get me in the middle of, of the corner because I had to downshift it. So um, that thing, it would almost upset the car. And uh, that's where that's where I would get slow at. But them two, you know, they were out handling me. Yeah. I was just out motoring them. Because I got <laughs> – that's when, I, like I said, I got to paying attention in y'all's cars. I mean, it was, it was like watching a good big-body car – Handling. Yeah, it was, yeah. You, y'all were stuck at the bottom, and and now these days you got Josh and oh, Tommy Davis it. out there. They these what they've done with the Saturns. I don't know what they're doing, but man, it is. A, I took a two hundred and what was it two hundred and sixty horsepower motor out there at the beginning of last season, and it was everything I could do, you know, just to be able to get to their times. Yeah. So I didn't get to drive the car because I actually put on the show. I didn't get to drive the car then. But that was um, that guy that day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But man, that, that boy threw his boys over his shoulder and strapped in that car. <laughs> yeah, that was CJ. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be CJ Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> he got in that car, went off in three, and if I'm mistaken, the the left rear tire was dragging her off the ground, and I'm going, this guy's running faster. He's running like three tenths of a second faster than a renegade car. I'm yeah, like, we um, I got in it earlier that day and chased a late model down in it. <laughs> I was yeah. scratching my head. I was like, I've had enough. People don't realize two hundred and you know two hundred fifty, two hundred sixty horsepower don't sound like a lot until you factor in that car only weighs like you know twenty two, twenty three hundred pounds, yeah. and it's you're turning it you know nine thousand RPMs, and it's yeah, and know, a late model is what three thousand pounds. So, but you also have you know. Or tire, and yeah, and I really wish that I would I could go out there on a on a Hoosier, a big tire. 
I got four right over there. We'll put on you this year. I've got four wheels sitting over there in the shop. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see you go out there and bust off a twenty-one fifty. I would love it. I'd I die. Would love it. <laughs> He'd be dumb enough to do it though. He's, oh, I'll do uh, it. Oh yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Good lord. So y'all were battling back and forth, Anderson Greenville. Uh, I didn't know it. the The first half of the season, I didn't even know I was even in the standings. That's crazy. Yeah, I was just racing. We were just there. I had a good sponsor. You know, I still got a good sponsor. Chris Hewitt, you know, I can't complain ever about them people. Yeah. Him, uh, Shirley Hewitt and Sons. They've, uh, they have been my full ride since 2012. So, uh, and now my son's racing for them. So, hmm. Logan is, uh, and Logan's done good too. He's uh, he done so good, he got us run off <laughs> from Anderson Motor Speedway. You doing real good. You running Uncle Steve's number thirty-two. That's right. <laughs> He's over there looking like Uncle. He said, "I know one Uncle, but it, her name ain't Steve." <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Uncle is all I know. <laughs> what? Christy? Uncle. I was just told y'all call her Uncle. Oh, okay. Right. I don't know who it is. <laughs> oh Lord. Hit the mute button. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so y'all had a I, – I, I keep going back, y'all. So you go to Anderson and chase him. He'd come to Greenville and – Yeah, yeah, he would ch- – well, there was a few times he outrun me. Yeah. Um, and I won I won one or two times that season at Anderson, but it wasn't much. Between him – now, CJ, our other car, our, the other Honda. That was the was, Batman car. That was the Batman car. Now, he used to give Brian a run for his money down there. At Anderson, he Brian that. had to work for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he got a lot of bumper on that car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put that put my bump, front bumper on his a bunch, but yep. you know, just trying to push him through the corners to offset him a little bit so that I could get on him on the straightaway. Cause boy, that thing once he grabbed, he was gone on that straightaway. Yeah. That car was fast down. I don't tell you what that car, that boy driving it. <laughs> CJ. Yeah, I'm talking. He would absolutely give it the absolute business. He had two sets of seatbelts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One held him in, and he, the other held his testicles in. <laughs> I ain't never seen somebody drive like oh, that. He will drive. It. What people don't realize and, and, and don't know is um, these cars from 2014 are still around. I don't know about Brian's. Um, well, the car got wrecked because, you know, Don bought it from me and wrecked it at Anderson. Right, Now, right. the motor's still running around. Yeah, the the motor's still going. Um, My, uh, you know, my car's still at the house. They don't have a motor and stuff in it. But now both the Batman cars, they're still they're still going. Um, So the car, is the car that here that was here the one you run back then? No. No, that's a, that's a whole total different car. Okay. But you still have that car. Um, I do still have that car. Huh. And then the Batman car, the one we was talking about, used to push Brian around, was actually the car that my son, that Logan, was racing down to Anderson. And this we year... We won't talk about where it's at and going. Yeah, this year, it's going to be seen. It'll be brought back out. Yeah. So, um, that car, that car's good. And then and then the, the very first Batman car is the other car that got tore up at Anderson huh. that Logan was driving. So. Boy, you rough on cars. <laughs> he is rough. Hit the mute button on him. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he got to tear his brand new race car up this weekend. That ain't good. Yeah. You got wrecked again. 
long as you didn't mess your door numbers up, you all right. Gotta I got everything th- but the door number. Got to keep him 32s looking good. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go home and change his number tonight now. I don't know. That's no, he just shook number. his head. I'm going to come over and smack you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, you said you ended up with five on the season at, at Anderson, and you won nine total? I think there was – I can't – it's hard to remember. I can't remember. I know there was at least nine. I can't remember exactly what the what the number was. Yeah. There was a lot. So, once you found was, out, did you know the whole season how you were doing in the national? Well, Drew come up and told me that I was leading the points. And this was probably halfway through, something like that. And then I'd called Donovan and said, hey. I said, did you know we're in the top ten of the points championship for the nationals? You know, and that's, that's kind of when – we started looking at it, and it's like, well, darn, you know, that, that, that's kind of big around here for us to get yeah. do that good. And I couldn't imagine the pressure thinking about it because, you know, I've been under the pressure of winning a track championship, and, I mean, this national deal would be really cool. It was hard. Um, it's, it's stressful because yeah. you literally had to work on the car every night to make it. People – so Anderson has open practice – and she, you know, Sylvia's always been, come on, anytime I wanted to. Back when we were doing that, I could have probably went down there. She was good to me. I could have went down there and, and, and got the track whenever I needed just to make sure something was right because there was numerous times I tore the car up. And um, we had issues with, you know, because those cars then, we didn't have all the crazy tuning stuff we have on our stuff now. Um, so you had to run an O2 sensor. Well, I always had issues with, you know, with O2s in my car, and it would make the car go into limp mode, and I'd be leading the race, and the car would just fall down to 3,000 RPMs. It wouldn't turn no more RPM. So I had to take it in the pit, shut the switch off, crank it back up, and I'd come back out. There was two times I'd come back out and almost won the race doing that. Um, but um, every – now, now when, when he told me that, I was like, darn, so what do I got to do to get past him? <laughs> I, I got to outrun, Brian. I ain't letting a, a rookie come out here and outrun me after I've been racing since I was 13. <laughs> uh, you did it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything I had in my power. So I was literally, I would start dead last every single race, whether I had to or not, and I had to at least finish second. Gaining, that was, because the national paid for, if you started past 10th, right? Right. You'd get more points from 10th right. back, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I never so I didn't pay that much attention back then. It wasn't all just us, everything we did. You know, you gotta thank all the other people too that had all those cars out there. Yeah. I mean, if it wouldn't have been you know, Tommy Davis and I think Scott Parker come close to Yeah. A year or two ago. Yeah. They come close to, to getting back where we were. And um the problem is the and the reason it wasn't their driving, it wasn't their lack of work, it was that they didn't have the car count we had. And that's really – you have to thank everybody that, you know, that was racing back then. Yeah. You know, they're, they're part of why we won it, you know, why I won it, why Brian was second. And, you know, so it, it wasn't just us. I mean, there, there's a lot that falls into that. Yeah. It'd right. be 20, 30 cars every week. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just like this – I never did go back to the back and start because – Trying to start in the rear at Anderson, it's kind of difficult, 
especially when you got 30 other cars you got to try to pass. Yeah. So I'd go out there and qualify on pole, and I would stay there, you know. I, I didn't want to go to the back because usually when that happened, somebody would try to wreck me. Somebody would turn me, and that's the times I did get wrecked and put out of the race was from doing that. So basically what he's saying is he's not as crazy as you. Oh, I would just do it. <laughs> I, oh, man. I, I, now, there's I, numerous times. He's, you, now, you did start on the rear with me at Greenville a few times. Yeah, I've, I've had to start in the rear a few times. Now, Greenville is, is a little different. I mean. There's more room to spread out. There's more room. Anderson was so tight. And, and, I mean, it was just when you had a bunch of cars on there, it was just it was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, three quarters of them could drive and a quarter of them just. Was just being out there. Was out there and Moving just the blocking chains. you. Yeah. I mean, yep. come around there and, and run into the back of a car that's going slow because he turns right up in front of you because he don't know to go to the bottom of the track. And, yeah. You know, just stuff like that. Typical racing stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I I couldn't imagine. Y'all, y'all uh, that's a cool deal to, to be part of. We, we definitely had a really good time. Um Doing all that racing and working, you know, during the day and then having to get off work and go work on the cars and that was uh that was hectic. That you, was a hard you uh, Steve, you, I mean you know you've had to do you know, this is what y'all do. Yeah. So it's hard, you know You definitely gotta have a good one at home. Yes. To put up with it. Yes. And I mean uh, it was uh it's, it's been it ain't been peaches and cream, it's been heartache. I mean Yep. They got they got to have attention like these cars do. So they do, they do. But don't you know? At the end, my wife is great. You know. Yeah. She's always th- you know she stands right there with me. You know she's she got burnt out for a little while and just got to where she wasn't going because she just got tired of it. And um, I've always been kind of hot headed, so she kind of got tired of the of the craziness. You know, because she's seen me, you know, do some crazy stuff at the racetrack, but uh. Yeah, she kind of got tired of it, burnt out. And I could see that. I don't. I think Crystal, she only goes. She hit and miss a few races. I mean, she don't go all of them. Yep. So, she I, tries to go now when I go to like so. So I run actually run dirt. So that SCDRA class that I run is really good racing. I mean, it is. Uh, it, you have to be on point on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does go to that stuff. There's just no fighting in it. That, up until this past season, we've had some hiccups, but um, there's in that class, everybody knows, you know, if the class goes away, if you go out there and just start tearing everybody's stuff oh, yeah. up and this person gets mad at this person and, and then they don't go, you know, they don't come no more. It's uh, you, So if you, if you look at the big, you know, look at the way everything is, you, you have to have a friendship at the racetrack. Yeah. Whether or not you, you know, you change that mindset when you get in that car, because I do and you do, and but at the end of the day, yeah, you still want to outrun your friend, rather, yeah, right, right, but you don't want to create an enemy. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I don't, y'all know me, I don't really care for a lot for dirt, but I try to keep up with, you know, Devin Morgan, Rod Tucker, uh, Newman. Yeah, congrats to Rod on that. Yep. Oh my God, that kid, uh, he's after yeah, flipping but, a car. Yeah. And then coming back and winning with it. Between Rod and Devin, man, they blow <laughs> yeah. my mind. Yeah, and Devin's then, good too. Oh yeah. And then uh, 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 Brandy and Newman's little boy, Caden. Caden, he's yeah. Caden's the man. He yeah. uh, we was just at the go kart track. You know, we got rained out 
uh, we were going to go run uh, TR Friday, and it got rained out, so we went up and uh, hung out with them at the go-kart track. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I try to keep up with Eddie McGrew and, you know, all them, and I think Now, I will tell you, Dalton, Eddie's son, took one of the hardest licks to the wall I have seen, you know, in person. Scared me. Yeah. It, um, it scared me. It makes me think, you know, now did I put enough bars in Logan's car or, you know, something like that. It's just mm-hmm. a, the way that boy hit and the way it jolted that car around was uh, was really, really was bad. It it could have been very, very deadly if, if Eddie and, and Rabbit wouldn't have built that car good. Yeah. I got to give those boys, you know, a hand on that because, my God, that was, a, that was an awful wreck. You know them two boys has got a good good built car for that kid. Oh yeah, and uh, good to, good to see him come out of that. And like I say, we're gonna have to reach out to Rod Tucker. Yep, uh, winning he, he won ten thousand dollars. Yep, that's that's pretty dang cool. And, and uh, same car he flipped, right? It is. Yep. He said it, they. I mean, they body damage, of course. I wonder what suspension. Yeah, I don't know what all it done to the car. I do know that um, it. He ended up he hit one car and and they ended up flipping over in that race. I wasn't there, but I seen kind of part, bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they um, I think from what I'm told, I didn't go to the race, but um, from what I was told, I try to keep up with Rod because he's a pretty good friend of mine. Um, from what I'm told is they uh, the car was still had a you know wasn't perfect when they went out there and practiced it Friday, and then uh. Come Saturday, they had that thing <laughs> on a dime. And he started mid-pack. Yeah. yeah they so got he, something figured out. That kid wins and everything he sits in, don't he? Rod Tucker's a wheel man. Good Lord. He's That's like uh, he's like Newman. You know, you it's hard to outrun Newman Presnell in anything. It don't matter if it's a front-wheel drive, a rear-wheel drive. I don't care if it's on a go-kart. You ain't going you, to – you better have everything right. Yeah. Because Newman is, is, is fast and he's just like Rod Tucker. Rod Tucker's the same exact way. I spoke to Newman in passing until, you know, before, until, you know, we've had him on the show. And yeah. He, uh, like I said, I like following him, too. He's, I like following all these guys. He's, he's, he's a lot of dang drivers around this area. And uh, you yeah. included. And you. You got to get back out there one of these days. <laughs> I try you know? all the time. Everybody got, keeps trying to get me out there. I don't know. I mean, I, I've been enjoying the lake life. It's a little less stress. I've got, like, five <laughs> cars, Brian. Oh, I know it. <laughs> that we, Batman would be the one I'd want to get in. <laughs> well, there's two of them. <laughs> so the other day before our storm hit, you was telling us a story about getting suspended two weeks during this national championship run. What did you do and why and who? Well, so uh, we were down to Anderson, and uh, me and Scott was running up front. And I don't remember what happened exactly, but I do know that Scott, me and Scott was roughing each other up a little bit. And uh, it's Scott Parker. And um, I don't know. I got hit. I don't know if he – I don't know what happened. But I got hit under caution, and it made me mad. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just a little, you know, a little love tap. It was a a hit. You had to piss him off because he he seems like a laid-back dude. Scott's a good dude, man. I still talk to him to this day. You know, me and him's real good friends. Yeah. Um, When I need a Honda part, I call Scott because he, you know, that's – he works at Hendrick. Yeah, I apologize, Ray. You made him mad. Not, <laughs> I got a little wound up. Sorry about that. Um. So, anyway, uh, so long story short, after the race, I was just done. You know, he outrun me. I was mad. He rammed into me. So I hit him after the race over, and 
three and four. And got a vacation. Yeah, two weeks. So that was two weeks of that track you didn't get to play on. Yep. So how and many points did you beat Brian by in the national? At the end, five it was points. five points. Five, so. Yep. So that could have been two more that, times Brian could outrun you? Yes, and that he could have, yeah. Or yeah, that so could have been two more times. When that happened is when I started coming from the rear because Brian did take the lead. He took it way ahead of me. Yeah. Because, oh. yeah, that's when I started running from the back. And then I'll be darned if uh, I did it again. I done it at Greenville Pickens, too. <laughs> you get a vacation at Greenville? I got a vacation at Greenville Pickens. Good Lord. Me and Tommy Davis and CJ. <laughs> yep. How long did you get there? It was just a week. Huh. But he did take my points for that night. He did or didn't? He took my points. Kevin took my points for that night because oh. we wrecked Don pretty bad, tore his car up real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he showed up at Anderson with his car tore up. and It was the night that they both run on the same night. So yeah. when he got there, we worked on his car and set reset the toe on the front end and everything. Got all the cars back to – Running good. Yeah, how to get Tommy's car. We had to put a, a radiator in Tommy's. You know, it was actually my car. It was my blue car. There were two 221. So y'all boys crashed each other. No, no, no. We crashed Don. And then y'all go help him? No. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. We, um. Brian was helping him. Right. Or, or, I was helping. He was helping Donovan. Us get our cars back okay, together. Cause, I got you. So, okay, so I was getting roughed up real bad. And it had done happen like three weeks in a row. I mean, I got roughed up bad. And uh, it was everything I could do to hold the car. I mean, the car was everything but turned around the opposite direction on the last turn. Mm. Well, I finally, you know, I, after the race, I turned down onto him and uh, we went to the inside wall. Well, I looked in my mirror and here comes CJ wide open in the Batman car and hit both of us trying to get it done. Well, how did y'all explain all this to Kevin? So I'm gonna tell you. I'll tell you why we we didn't have to explain this to Kevin. So um, I'd have come up with a hell of a why. Okay, well, <laughs> so uh, we cut Don loose. You know, Don finally got away from us. Well, about a hundred miles an hour past me comes Tommy Davis in my other car, <laughs> and he took Don out. Good right Lord. before we went into the pit. So uh, so when he hit Don, Tommy, we had our, you know, we had done said if, we, if if anything went down, we were parking out the gate. Our trucks was already outside the gate. So um, we, uh, he, so, so Kevin gets down there, he runs down there to Tommy. And I come, I'm, I'm a little bit behind Tommy, so Tommy's on the front stretch. And uh, Kevin turned his head and I told Tommy, I yelled at him, I said, as I was going, you know, going by, I said, hammer it, Tommy. I said, go. And uh, so Tommy threw the car in gear, and he takes off, and we both, you know, shot down the, the, the back stretch and out the gate. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a – I got a naughty little, you know, a phone call and took your points, and you're not coming back for a week. You're lucky I'm letting you come back. The only reason is because you, you know, just your point standing. Wow. So, yeah, it ended up being a rough season. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know all that was going on. Either. Oh, it was a, it was a rough season. That's funny. So. Logan, why'd you let him come out of his house today with his hair a mess? You need to get that hair cut, boy. <laughs> Not you, your daddy. <laughs> he takes his hat off. 
<laughs> I worry about him. Yeah, he uh, he gets all that craziness from his mama. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I like the 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 lawnmower picture or video yeah. you tagged. Yeah, I, I meant to I meant to say something back. I don't really get on a whole lot. So, uh, but yeah, we did see that, and I told Logan. I said, Logan, I said somebody tagged tagged really you, but they tagged me in it. He don't have Facebook, so that's good. There's too many yeah, women to look at. You don't they, need it. Yeah, he's he's crazy anyway. We we gotta watch him. Yeah, you don't you don't need to. You just work on your lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> he's been working on it today. Huh? You got two now. Were you taking them from the neighbor? Everybody, go down there at Carson see if he's got a lawnmower sitting around. <laughs> So that that was a cool deal. So y'all both go to go to uh, yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, we, we got to go to Charlotte. Um, there's a lot of things, you know. Me and Brian, your mom passed away 21. Two two years ago. Yeah, my mom passed away. Um, during uh, his mom used to go to all the races. She was like, when I say number one fan, I'm talking. She had to be there, and she lecture us. I won't never forget it. She lecture us. You know, she said, "Now y'all two. Y'all don't take no y'all don't take each other out and then she'd look at me and say, You better not wreck him. <laughs> but uh she never wanted to miss a race. There was one time everybody used to say, Why you got your mama out here in this heat Shoot. like that? And one time, because everybody kept saying that, I told her, I said, Well, it's just too hot. You're gonna have to stay home. Man, she was mad at me the whole rest of the week. Didn't speak to me. She was mad. So the next race she got to go again. She was fine. She talked to me again after that. <laughs> yeah, you better. She went to Charlotte with us. Um, you know, I had I had a, a limousine. You know, they they take you from your hotel over and stuff. And uh, so we just all we all rode in the same limousine. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, we. I mean, it was a good time. We got to sit beside a, a lot of big known people in there. Huh. So and we got to see uh, a lot of people make fun of Anthony. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the little the little tyke's car was was hilarious that Keith Rocco had yeah. painted up like the yeah they give Anthony all kinds of crap up there yeah but you know in Anthony's defense you know that went on in '97 too with with yeah. Dexter when he won I don't care what nobody says I can remember being out there and seeing half the field of late models had something duck wrote on the back of the car yeah. I don't I don't remember exactly duck what right, listen if you can yeah. win a championship like that. You win it. They're doing it everywhere. I mean. If you can win it, you win it. I will have to, you know, I do have to say I did everything in my power to win, and I also did everything in my power to mess it up. Yeah. I mean, there was things that I didn't like Kevin was doing during that run to to mess with out-of-towners. Like Lee Pulliam wanted to come to Anthony's house and race and, you know, wait at it or whatever. And it just, you know, Kevin just being Kevin. But it is what it is. It's uh, to me, to me, you guys finishing one two is a bigger deal, and y'all y'all don't have y'all's name painted on the wall out there. But I just wish they would do something. Y'all, it, it should. They should be a little recognition. I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm any better than anything or anybody, but I'm the only person from South Carolina to win a national title. Yeah. That you know, in another division. Yeah. I, oh, I agree. But and there's nothing said about it. I mean, you can Google it. Yeah. But there's I mean, just like, nothing. You know, they were putting names on the I – I think they started back when Tom, they was putting champions, lower division champions' names behind the press box up there. And then yeah. that got torn down because we had always tried to go back and through the years and get all the champions of what division and all the ones. Just because one number one, I was curious to 
to see, yeah, who all's won. You well, know, I, I mean, I look up about you know all the past. You know, I try to look up stuff too, and it's just a. That's why I know I'm the only other person that's ever won a, a national yeah. championship from another division here. Yeah, and I don't even know that that NASCAR recognized back in the day. They recognized national points as far as you know. That was back in you know the nineties. They was three charger classes. They was yeah. a, an A yeah. and B and a, I think a C or two Bs or yeah. they was thirty cars in each race. So you imagine a national champion if they would have had a division for. Oh yeah, Division Five for them back then, or whatever four, whatever they would have been. Yeah, that'd have been wild. It would have been. Uh, there would have been a lot of people that would have won something like that from here, just because you know us being in the South, that's what we do. You know, yeah. racing is is in the blood. It's in the air here. Oh, it is, and and um, we've said it a lot on on the other show when I was involved. Um, you know, Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson, and Pickens is the biggest demographic area for for watching in nascar racing in the country you know upstate south carolina so the 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 fan base is here yeah now we just need them to come back to our local racetracks and bring part of, you know be part of all that a lot of that's with the tech shed and having car count nobody yeah. wants to come out there and watch three cars running around the track nope i completely agree and and hopefully this jackie manley deal is going hope it does good. I honestly, and if, if you want to let him know, and I hope he listens to the show, if he needs somebody to come out there and, and take these other cars, I would be more than happy to do it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you, you no doubt they, they got to have somebody. And and I've said it before. I don't know. People will say this and that. But Greg Dodgins, to me, has, if Greg Dodgins was let do his job in, you know, super stock, Charger. I don't know about front wheel drive and oh, stuff. No, he come down there and done the. Yeah. Greg. Well, Greg stuck it out like he would. He was making sure you know yeah. he was running block numbers. I mean he was running. Oh, he was yeah. doing his job. So that's they need somebody like Greg. Yeah. That that knows and and he, I'm sure. I mean he, he can read. He 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 can he can figure out the late model division too. But if they had a a tech man that solely worked on the lower divisions. Yeah. You could probably straighten that mess out, and you could, but you also got to free up some space. That's why there's no car count. You literally, with the rules, cannot run nothing but a Saturn. Yeah, you can't take a a, a front wheel drive car with the motor sitting in the front and you know pulling in the front, and you can't take a front wheel drive car out there and expect that thing to weigh twenty six, twenty seven hundred pounds. It's just not going to work. Yeah, there's no way, and that's what. Like Anderson, Chad's got those cars at like 17 pounds per horsepower. I understand those, you know, there's big horsepower, but you've got little horsepower that's outrunning big horsepower when I had no weight on the car. Yeah. I mean, there's, you can't tell me that it's fair for that Saturn to do what it's doing and then you can't run, you know, you I can't run anything Honda-wise, period, unless, huh. you know, there, there's just no... A Saturn has has better handling. You can do more to the to the suspension. You can you know, there's there's just all kinds of factors that comes into play with that. And everybody just wants to look at motor, motor, motor. Yeah. Well, I am the first to tell you I have been outrun by numerous Saturns and a Honda. Yeah. I mean, there's just with a big motor, and and I'll say that, but there there's just some things have to be freed up 
that's why the dirt track has actually went and 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 has the car count that they have. Oh, so they somebody's done their homework and got everybody yeah to do it. We're gonna step away for a commercial break here, fellas, and get y'all a little drink and get rested up. Are you looking for someone to do a dreaded painting project? I'm talking about residential and or commercial. Look no further and contact Maccabee Painting. These guys have been around for 15 years with 29 years of experience. The owner, Benji, is a third generation painter and knows his stuff. They can also take care of all of your pressure washing needs or deck repairs and staining. Again, if you're looking for someone to come and do an amazing painting job, either residential or commercial, if you got pressure washing needs or you just need your date repaired and stained, call Maccabee's Painting at 864-395-9744. Not a jack of a lot of trades, but definitely a master of one. Again, that number is 864-395-9744. And tell them that the guys from a Checkered Pass podcast sent you. If you've been driving around town and got into a little fender bender and now you need your car repaired, look no further. Go talk to Blake Jeter at Powdersville Collision Repair, located at 415 Three Bridges Road in Powdersville. He specializes in insurance and auto body repairs. That address again is 415 Three Bridges Road in Powdersville. Check out Powdersville Collision Repair and, and tell Blake the guys from a Checkered Pass podcast sent you. For all your handyman needs, call Robert or Hall with Hall's All Hands on Decks. 864-213-7502. No job is too small or too big. From fixing water lines to building decks, even minor roof repair, and everything in between. Again, that number is 864-213-7502. For all your automotive and heavy equipment, foreign and domestic, alternators and starter needs. Contact Gene's Alternator and Starter. Tell them that you heard about it on the Checker Pass podcast. Give them a call at 864-246-3036. It's Gene's Alternator and Starter. All right, we're back. Oh, we had to thank the guys that helped us out and keep this thing going. Uh, we like to thank them all again. Like I say, Powdersville Collision, Ken's Grading, Maccabee Painting, uh, Morgan Motor Company, Halls, All Hands on Deck, Jeans Alternator and Starter, uh, Brian Ramey and Auto Bank and RV. Uh, thank all of those guys. They've uh, helped us out through the year and and uh, they let us come in here and talk to you guys and get some cool stories. And um, I've been enjoying it. It's pretty cool to get to hear y'all's 2014 deal because. It's just a little something different than what you're used to with it being front-wheel drive stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm really dumbfounded when it comes to the front-wheel drive stuff, but I, over the past couple of years, I've started watching uh, Scott Parker and Joshua and Tommy. They blow my mind go out there because Josh run door-to-door with the dang Renegade cars last year in a front-wheel drive. Josh has got it figured out. 
Yeah, I think Tommy's done opened the door and let a little too many secrets out. Cause, uh, he has, because I want to tell you something. I have chased Tommy and chased Tommy. I've been friends with him, you know, since we were young, real young teenagers. And uh, before, you know, before he was racing and Tommy has uh, – Tommy's, Tommy's done a lot for the class too. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize. So he's also – Tommy's like I am too, though. He is – he's also had his, his hiccups also. Yeah, I mean, I you know, every now and then everybody gets hot-headed in the car. Speaking of hot-headed, now one of my favorite people in the whole division is is Jack Hooper. I'm telling you right now, I love Jack Hooper to death, but he is absolutely the crazy one of the craziest <laughs> people I know. We got we talked him we we talked him into one time. Um, he kept his clothes on, but this joker put his helmet on and started screaming. The invisible fires got me. Running up and down the front stretch at Greenville Pickens. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I remember his little episode when he come down the front stretch backwards that one year. And I don't think he was – he didn't do it to come hit anybody. I think he was he was ticked off. and He was mad. Yeah. Well, he should have been. And he, yeah. he's been done dirty a few, you know, a few yeah. times. It's, yeah, that's understandable. I mean, everybody gets to a breaking point and they just got to spill over. But his mentality, he, he'd be real good at the dirt track. <laughs> we just can't keep him there. Yeah. <laughs> they might put a cage in for him at the dirt track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a trip. I like I like watching him. I ain't never had no beef with him. Uh, I always pay attention to him from a distance to see what he's got going on. He dang sure lets you know what what oh, he yeah. thinks. Yep. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Now, was he the one that sat in the first turn with the bullhorn? No, that, nope. was, that was Jason Whitlock. Um, oh, he, okay. he does not need a bullhorn. Yeah. He's got such a loud mouth. <laughs> His brother's actually here now while we're doing that's Timmy Whitlock. Um, yeah, Jason would sit up there and taunt Anthony and just talk crap. <laughs> he had you know, the bullhorn all the time. I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't remember this. I don't know why Anthony didn't take that thing up there and shove it up his nose or something. I mean, he just all the time talking garbage. I mean, wherever you were at in the pitch, you could hear it. And then he would shoot a couple fireworks to show. He's, he's a freaking nut. That was now, back in his drinking uh, now days. Now, I will tell you, Anthony, people can say what they want to say. Until you are in in the seat and having to make the decisions and stuff, um, you can't really, in my opinion, you can't say a whole lot. Because I tried putting on a race out there at Greenville, you know, the very first race of last season or season before last, whenever it was. And, um, you know, you, you ha- I, I messaged everybody. I had all these people says, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll run, we'll run. We'll run no matter what. Even the local guys, we'll run no matter what. Well, we get to that point, and just because one one car shows up, they say no, everybody says they're not running. What car I, was that? My car. Huh. And then Eddie McGrew showed up that night, and everybody backed completely out. And the bad thing is – is them two cars didn't even finish the race. Eddie come out there. That was the first time I've ever been close to that car. Yeah. And uh, I was blown away. I was like. That black car? I believe it was black. How that's it was wrapped. It was black, yeah. That's, that's the same that's one the that car Dalton, that Dalton just yeah. wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking around that thing, and I was looking at him and Rabbit, and I was going, golly. The time, you guys have got a killer front-wheel drive car. They're bad, yeah. And they then. Are, and then I think they blew a motor that morning, and they were like, we'll be back in a little bit. And I was like, where are you going? Oh, they went and got another motor. And I'm like, are you yeah. serious? Yep. So, And they had a bunch of issues. And, you know, 
I thank them for showing up because everybody else except for Scott Parker, you know, chickened out on it. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and I will thank, you know, Anthony told me, you know, I got a hold of him and I said, let me try to put a race on and see if we can get some of the car count back. Well, yeah. Nobody just. That's, you know, that's me. I, I I tried to rally and get the Renegade cars at Anderson last year. And then um, I had something, I think Austin's birthday come up or something, and we were going to do it. And it just come into a timing issue, and I couldn't take six cars here. Right. And and then and then nobody from Greenville. They only had three cars the night of the Shrine race. And, you know, I begged them, please, please cancel. You know, I mean, I'm talking, this went on for four weeks before the season or before that race was ever done. I kept on, and, and, and they didn't, and they not the Shrine Race, they have three cars, and then that's kind of what happened with us. You know, there was only a couple of cars, which Scott made five hundred bucks. It was going to be a thousand. I was paying a thousand to win. Yeah, and um, like I say, Anthony let me put the race on, and he said, "Well, you know what? Let's try it." Yeah. So, and I could have done it again. Anthony told me, you know, if you think you can figure something out, anything better, come out here. Let's try it again. I just didn't do it because people made me kind of. Yeah, it kind of. Well, I mean, I understand. And, and they got a, you know, they sour grapes down there because of none of the renegade cars, and they really don't want any down there now because of it. And yep. I understand. Yep. I can't be mad. I mean, I was one that didn't bring six cars. Yep. Yep. But uh, it worked out. It'll all, it'll all come out in the wash. I just hope if, uh, you know, if things go well and Green Buttons back up, you know, I think I think stuff's gonna. You I'm, know, I'm hoping the car count is there just for the fact of the the of trying to keep the speedway. Yeah, let's keep because it, it has to be. You have to have car count to be able to pay the bill and to get fans. Right. I mean, this insurance deal that Jackie's having to do on the track is uh, astronomically high per race. I mean, mind blowing. And um, you know, it's going. It's he he's got everything in line to do it. Um, and I'm thinking that I'm thinking there's going to be big news about the racetrack coming out, you know, this week. So uh, let's hope and pray that. I it's, hope it's positive. I do too. Uh, I mean, you know, we're nearing June. We're the second week in, in May right now. I mean, we still got three months to go play, and let's all go out there and be a big family and happy and smile and argue and hug. I'm and ready go. to. I'm ready to see my my boy over here make some laps on it. I got two sons dying to race, and yep. one's threatening to just go drive anywhere if I don't go find him something. So We're going to get Brian in the car eventually out there. That'd be cool. Shoot, I didn't put on too much left-side weight to fit in my race suit anymore. Well, you, get, you can buy a race suit. <laughs> I problem, Trust me, I got too much left-side weight. I, I sold my car because my fat butt couldn't get in the seat anymore. <laughs> Crazy. You say, I got a car out there now with – with no seat, I might have to just belt myself to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> Old fat boy can't get in. So, uh, this is awesome to uh, hear hear a little bit of everything you've done in 14. What are you doing now racing-wise? I am racing uh, a little bit of local stuff here and there. Um, I actually chase Logan around now. He's he's doing most of the stuff. Um, I run SEDRA. Kelly Carlton's got a, got a real good, you know, it's a real good show. Um for the people that are hit, you know, that don't really know a whole lot about that, I, I know you had Newman on the show. Had Newman on it. No. Newman just won the last race that we, that we, uh, 
was running that, and I'm telling you now, it was it was pure luck that the car finished it because it was cutting off and skipping, and I don't know how he did it, but he pulled it off. He he did good. Huh. He um, probably had one hand under the dash wiggling wires or something. I don't know. That thing was <laughs> blowing smoke out unless he was pulling some kind of Ken Guthrie trick. That thing. <laughs> but that thing, uh, he did good. Um, like I say, we, we've actually moved on to dirt because um, – you just—they've made it where we can't run our cars on yeah. asphalt, so we're well, we gonna have to, to fix that because we. I, there's stuff I can change on my cars, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I tell people: that if if you move stuff around, just just give us a little window, you know. You can't expect us to show up and and say, "Hey, yeah, you can come race that car, but it's got to weigh 2,700 pounds." You can't do that. No. There's just no, you know, and it's got to be on one side or or something like that. You just can't, you can't do that. Maybe we'll get something if you know, the deal goes with Greenville and get y'all out there because, you know, I know there's plenty of cars, and I know there's plenty there's plenty of guys that run dirt that uh, hate asphalt and asphalt's for getting there and all that garbage. But Yeah, but everybody wants everybody a wants shot to run it. it. Yeah, it's just, it's just like anything else. Racing, it don't matter if, if, if me and you, you know, being so competitive, I will foot race somebody. That's just what it is. Well, don't look you, at me as you, you say got, that. You got, you've got racing. You, you know, you got racing in your blood. You, you will race. I can't race you I around mean, that Pepsi bottle right there. <laughs> but it is, you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. if if there's a track open and nothing else is going on, somebody will show up. You know, it's just a, you know, you got to you got to get the, you got to get the 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 tech right. Is is pretty yeah. much what it comes down to. Well, I vote for Greg Dodgins. Uh, Greg Dodgins would be the man yeah, to put yeah. back over there, and he's he's liable to shoot me for keep voting him in. This no, week. that's all right. I'm voting him. I'm voting him with you. I yeah. see him all the time, so uh, he can just he can shoot at me. Yeah, we definitely would love to have Greg as a tech yeah. man out there because I think I think he'd throw his own stuff out if he knew you know if if they were checking that particular part in that night and it was wrong. I did. I used to try to push his buttons a little bit. Because I know he'd built some of them motors out there, and I'd ask him, I'd say, you know what, I just outrun your Greg Dodgins built motor. <laughs> you like it? And him, man, he'd come down there, and he would, he'd run the numbers in the head of my car, and he'd run, you know, block number, and never did. Well, I haven't ever said this on air, and and I know I know Greg listens to my show. Um, when I was racing out there, I think it was 2015. Um, I had a set of 305 heads on my motor. And uh, I had a lightweight <laughs> crankshaft, and uh, it was it was it was a tricked up motor that I didn't get to run often, but I got to run it. And uh, the the head number, you know, we could run 441s. Well, the head number was 44106. No, I'm wrong. It was 4416. We took the six off. <laughs> so so by taking the valve cover off and looking, it was a 441 head. We pull our heads off, our valve covers off one night, and Greg wanted to look at numbers. And he looked, and uh, he's like, all right. So the number was written long ways between the valves on a normal 441, but mine were written going sideways. Like you know? where the rocker would. Yeah, kind of. Long ways. Kind of from the bottom of the valve cover to the top. Yeah, I got you. Between yeah. the valves yeah. instead of. So. Uh, the next week, I show up down there, and I told Daddy when we done it, or uh, Mr. Campbell and then we was down there, I told him when we done it, I said, we're going to have to change these, uh, or not change the heads, we're going to have to change motors this week. I said, Greg's looked and seen what I've done and didn't catch it. 
But he's going to come back next week and look. And sure enough, get down there next week, pull that valve cover off, right the right side, pull the right side valve cover off, and it was a completely different number. And I know he walked away going, that damn Guthrie. <laughs> Well, he told me, you know, he said, <laughs> he told me when I told him that, I said, you know, I'll just, I'd go down there and talk junk to him at the tech shed anyway. And, uh, cause he, I've known him my whole life, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I went down there and told him that. And he said, boy, you better watch your words. <laughs> I said, all right, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I, I, like I say, I know he was scratching his head and he probably wanted to slap me around. <laughs> but, <clears throat> and, uh, I, I wasn't part of doing that. I was just happened to have been the pilot of the car, and they had told me about it. And the first time I'd ever seen it was when he looked over and seen it was okay. And then I kind of looked at Dennis that helped us, and we kind of smiled and walked, his walked away. We thought, oh, we got us one that night. And he went digging again the next week. So yeah, that was funny. He he would be good to have back down there. He he really would because he's, I mean, for the most part, I've always you know. He's he's always done me right. He's always been, you know. Yeah. You know, run a straight line with you're either wrong or you're right. It is what it is. Oh yeah. There's no in between. I completely agree. Yep. Well, Brian, he says he's racing a little bit. You living the lake life. You just fish and grilling out and cooking all kind of stuff all the time. Pretty much, just sit around, gain a little left side weight, and try to cook out a little bit. You know, I've thought about doing the racing thing, but. Then I look out there and see my fishing rod bobbing, so then I had to go out there and catch a fish. I'm like, well, maybe next week. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could if I walked away from it. I, it's hard. I mean, you know, like coming over here and seeing these cars and stuff and smelling the race fuel, and it's, it's like, man, you know, you start getting that itch and that nervousness. and You know, looking back and seeing pictures on the wall, you know, and stuff like that, it's like, man, I just – Maybe one more time, then it's like, I don't know, you know. Well, they say that's why Donnie Bishop won't come on the show because he don't want to be around anything to do with racing. It's hard. I hadn't been to even watching races lately, you know, far other than NASCAR on TV, but going to local tracks. I've tried to stay away because it gets me that, that we, itch. We've you invited know. you. Oh, yeah. I, I've yeah. been invited to drive several times from several different people, but it's like, man, if I get in the car, I'm done again, you know. But, I mean, it was – it was probably one of the best things I've ever done and got to do is race. But, you know, then it's also that year was just stressful. Oh, and then yeah. points for both two different things, you know. I mean, Like I was telling you earlier, you know, I was more stressed about running at Greenville for the Charger Championship than I was in 14 at Anderson. I, I just – I didn't put a lot of thought into winning the championship at Anderson. But uh, at Greenville, man, I didn't – they was – me and Josh Sams and, and – Jason Morrow, we battled for all year, and it come down to the you know the last couple of months. It was just us, you know, July and August, and then Morrow got disqualified on his ride height, and then it was me and Josh. But I didn't sleep. I mean, that's all I thought about. I didn't. That's what you. I would, you know, I I drive a truck, and you and you're driving down the road, and you're just trying to figure out, you know, you yeah you you're, you miss a turn because yeah. you're thinking, you know, what do I need to do. You know what else can I do? Um, and then I I figured some stuff out. I I was I kind of got behind a little bit, and was getting outrun on my stuff. Yeah. Um, I figured some stuff. Well, Billy Moon figured some stuff out for me. He fixed me up. I started winning again after that. But 
Um, like I say, we uh, – I know exactly what you're saying. I don't know that I could ever just cold turkey stop. It's almost it's, – I think it's, it's, it's the worst drug in the world, I think. It is. You can't just – once you've started doing it, you just can't. Well, I don't know it's worse, though. We've seen a dude going down White Horse Road with a crack pipe in his mouth the other night, and he <laughs> probably don't have no dang teeth or something like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just a uh, – it's hard to stop. And I was out. I was I was selling everything. Like I said, when I first, you know, when I got hooked up with Chris Hewitt and uh, and CJ, I was selling out. I didn't have the money. I was, you know, struggling as it is, you know. Yeah. And uh, well, it was thanks, you know, thanks to them for sure. Well, 2008, Dad said we're done racing. Bought us both a Harley. Like that got me a divorce in the process because she kept saying no motorcycle, no motorcycle. He shows up with a dang motorcycle one day. You know, I was around. Yeah. That's when I had mine. He goes around, he walks around with his chest boat out. I bought him a motorcycle. He he brought me a motorcycle and the payment book home. He didn't <laughs> buy me a motorcycle. But stupid me, we quit racing. I, I stayed away from the racetrack for, you know, I didn't like this, the direction Kevin Whitaker was taking it then. But I stayed away from the racetrack for two or three months. And then I'd get on my Harley and ride to the racetrack. So then yeah. I was back ready to build a car again. So. That didn't work out in his favor. Well, the problem with me is, and I'm, I'm sure the problem with you is, is we're so close to either track. Yeah. If the wind blows the right way on a Friday night, you hear that? I can hear Anderson. Yeah. If you know on a Saturday night, if I'm out here, you know, messing with the kids throwing the football, I can hear Greenville picking the late models just, you know, ripping it. And it sucked this year, especially Billy. Y'all live real close to the track, not hearing it this year. Man, Saturday nights yeah. ain't. That's music to our ears is being able yep. to hear it. Yep. And uh. Maybe, maybe soon. I'm hoping we're gonna we're planning to go back out there. Like I say, I, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I love dirt track racing, but my you know my roots and everything. I've I've won on dirt. I've I've got I've got plenty of trophies from dirt, but uh, my roots is 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 Greenville Pickens and and Anderson, which I you know. Well, my man. daddy thinks he's gonna put a motor in that Thunder Bomber and run Superstock if they open Greenville. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, he's done said it several times. So, we liable to have a, a dirt thunder bomber out there with a super stock right. motor. I'll be ready to, I'll be crazy ready to see joker. that. They'll start hollering as soon as he comes in the gate. Oh, my God. I don't know about that. I would go back to Anderson if things would change down there. Yeah. Some well, stuff's got to be done. I mean, it's that's just a that's a sore subject on there. And that's that's really the – you know, my roots of racing is at Anderson Motor Speedway. Um, you know, I raced down there when Rupert was, you know, was, was running the show. And, you know, that's – Rupert knew me, you know, as the crazy little, you know, whatever down there. And I was racing then. And during uh, – you know, I've known Sylvia all these years, but just some stuff that's happened with my son. I, that's just a – I understand. It's a mess. I would love to be back down there, but – it is a mess. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. Yep. But if not, we're going to be in hopes for Greenville Pickens and that little fella. Yes, sir. He'll be, he'll be there for sure. And then we're going to have a little lady. We're just she gonna, will definitely be we're there. We're just going to make it a big, giant family thing at Greenville Pickens and yeah. cook out and put us a bunch well, of tents we, out. Well, we cannot leave out Robert Hall. Mm-mm. No. Woohoo! He's got to be there. Oh yeah, he's gonna be there. Him and his thong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thong and all. He just better not let us see. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I appreciate y'all coming in for the second try of this. Thank God we haven't had any storms this yep. evening. It's been fun, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, 
Brian uh, Donovan. That's your 2014 Greenville Pickens champion. Brian's your Anderson champion and national champion, first and second. Uh, thank you, guys. Come Appreciate back in. you having us. Oh, yeah, it's been entertaining. Uh, I'd like to, before we log off here, to uh, thank our guys one more time with our our sponsors, uh, the Call Double Law Injury Lawyers Studio, Brian Ramey. Uh, stepped up this year and helped us out. Uh, Blair Addis, he, uh, he's our presenting sponsor, Auto Bank and RV Sales and Services. Matthew Morgan Motor Company, he's uh, he's he's got nice high-end used cars, newer used cars over there on Points at Highway. Go go check him out. Blake Jeter at Powdersville Collision, he uh, he stepped up and helped us out this year. He does. Uh, Automotive body work and repair and painting. Fine young man. He went to school with my kids. Uh, outstanding young man. He's. Uh, I'm proud of him. Proud to have him on board with us. Uh, Gene's alternator and starter. Kenneth, thank you and uh, Pops for, for helping us out this year. Uh, Benji McAbee, McAbee Painting. If you need your house painted, get your ass out of the house on the weekends. Get your wife off your ass on, on the weekends. As, as Benji told me, and uh, he'll come paint your house as long as, you know, get you get you hooked up. So uh, if you need need your house done, pressure wash anything, give Benji a call. Uh, Robert Hall, all, all all hands on deck. He's uh, helped us out a lot this year as well. He's a handyman. They do plumbing, gutters, roofing. I think they'll air condition your doghouse. I mean, they do a little bit of everything. And... Uh, he will entertain you with wearing his thong on your job. I have heard that. And Ken's grading. Uh, he cut the power off on us last week. We didn't pay the power bill. Uh, I'd like to thank Dad for, for everything he does for having us in here. And uh, just thank you all for showing up this week again. And, uh, Dale, we loved your devotion. Love it every week. Uh, Glad to do it. It's uh, you part of the family, and we love you. And uh, thank you a lot for being here every week. Well, it is Truly my honor to be a part of it. And we missed our co-host this week, and I just kind of took over and just talked the whole time and didn't really give you, you done, time to you talk. So, um, anyway, thank you guys for listening to a Checker Pass podcast. <clears throat>